0: Welcome back to Pass the Jar. This is a short, unedited, uncut interview with Alabama's Most Haunted. We recorded it on my phone after we finished our ghost hunt with them last night. Today's Halloween, so happy Halloween. Open up a piece of candy or open up that jar, pass that around, and enjoy Pass the Paranormal Part 2. Welcome back to Pass the Jar. Like I said, we're recording this on my phone, so quality is not gonna be the best, but we have some awesome stories and awesome guests to uh, talk to tonight. We just finished a ghost hunt with Alabama's Most Haunted, and Shane and I, this was our first go around. So we're gonna kinda talk about the things we felt, saw, and uh, experienced on our first go around, as well as everybody else giving a share of their experiences. Uh, we did film this on their Facebook Live, uh, Kevin. We all transform that to uh, transfer that to like a
1: video format. Does it save? Uh, yeah, when we finished recording, uh, we published it to our page. We actually had two live feeds going, so uh, you can actually go to our page on Facebook. Both of the live feeds will be there. Definitely check them out. Had some crazy things on the cameras. People pointing stuff out. It was it was pretty intense. Rachel, I know
0: y'all separated from us for a while. Uh, what did y'all pick up in the house and in the woods?
2: We caught a lot of different voices, a lot of different orbs, heard some knocking and banging, and a lot of answers with the uh, dowsing rods.
0: Kevin, uh, what about you?
1: I know we were all together. Um, a lot of the things we experienced, we were in the woods, had the spirit box going, We were talking to a Paul and an Andy. And, um, you know, we'd ask questions, get responses. And, um, you know, a lot of footsteps moving around through the woods. uh, Caught what looked like some eyes on film. Uh, When we came back to the house, one of the main things that happened, uh, Drake and Shane were down in the cellar. I went back inside to get the spirit box and as soon as I walked in the door, something crashed in the back room and they heard it down there. And uh, that was probably one of the more intense moments for me, just hearing that being inside the house. Yeah, the video,
3: uh, actually when you had handed the phone off to me, the video probably shook during the live feed when that rattling, what sounded like somebody dropped a pocket full of change or something right above our head on the floor.
1: Kevin, what did, you, did you see anything when you walked in the house? I didn't see anything, I just walked in, heard the noise, went back to investigate, but nothing seemed out of place, which has always kind of been the running theme with that room. Uh, Like I said before, we lived here for a couple of years, we'd always hear something crashing back there, go back, and nothing's out of place, everything's where it needs to be. Uh, So give us a little bit of the background, uh, so the people kind of know, what happened in the woods and in this house? Uh, we'll start with the house first. The house was built in the 50s by my great-grandfather. Uh, there's been one natural death in the house, in the bathroom, um, four funeral viewings in the house over the years. Uh, the woods, there's been a couple of murders out there over the decades. Uh, one of them took place on Halloween night back in the 70s. A man was dragged out there by a bunch of drunks and beaten to death, basically. Good God. And, um, there was also a number of suicides. I'm not sure exactly how many the most prominent one would have to be the sky. I'm assuming Andy maybe the one we were talking to, set up against a tree, put a shotgun in his mouth, used his toe, and pulled the trigger yeah we uh <clears throat> what I was
3: gonna say when we were leaving the woods the first time before we went back out. me and Drake both kind of felt this I guess you would call it a presence. Kind of like it was walking behind us and guiding us back out of the woods. For people unfamiliar, what what would be the best way to kind of explain what that feeling was? Uh,
1: basically, if you've ever had... Like, let's say you're just out and about somewhere. <clears throat> sorry. And uh, you feel like somebody's just walking up behind you real fast. You can just feel their presence. And you know there's something there. Uh, that on top of, you know, what we were experiencing, just... I guess maybe fear. Okay, um, that's fair. There that was <clears> definitely <throat> fear involved, yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just that presence when somebody's walking behind you and you know there's somebody behind you. Because, I mean, <clears throat> we went back up in the woods, and when we walked out, Drake and Shane didn't experience it this time, but me and Jonathan did. Yeah, it was weird because
0: I guess the only thing I can equate it to is, like, if you've ever been to Slosser, Aatrox, the, uh, the overpriced, Haunted houses, when something comes out of a corner and chases you out of that room, it's that kind of fear that overwhelms you and you just kind of run out. That was the only thing I could like measure that up to because I didn't run, I didn't feel scared, but I felt like something was like chewing me out of there. You felt something there, and
3: when you would turn around instead of getting that gratification like you would at one of the haunted houses of there actually being someone, you know, it was just a
0: empty in quotations there forest yeah it was to to me i've always been a skeptic and tonight kind of pushed me towards the this is real side side of it and uh because when we were all saying there are talking through the spirit box i didn't have a flashlight i was kind of standing off by myself for a brief moment and i saw somebody walk past in a red shirt it's kind of hard to see a red shirt in pitch black uh I know it wasn't my, like, senses being heightened. Like, I know good and well I saw somebody walk past me in a red shirt, and I said, who is that wearing a red shirt? And we had been talking to Andy, and as soon as I said that, it said Paul. So whoever Paul was uh, feels wearing a red shirt when he died or something. I don't know. I, all I saw was red, and uh, that's all I know. I saw it wasn't, it wasn't a lot. It was like one of us walking through the woods with a red shirt on, and Jonathan was late, so I know it wasn't him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, is Jonathan, that why you were late? Uh, uh, I'm wearing a purple jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, tell us, uh, we went back out into the woods again uh, after we went came through the house, after you got here. Tell us what you saw, uh, and Rachel, tell us what you guys saw when y'all kind of walked off down into the woods for a second.
4: Well, we, uh, we didn't really... We didn't really... Uh, see anything uh, when we first got down to uh, like this little uh, I guess it would be like a bluff or something or a ridge Uh, but we heard footsteps uh, here and there and then uh, I think she walked back to you guys Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, and started talking to you guys and I was just standing around and you guys were getting a lot of activity uh, and I was just asking myself like some questions like if you're here please make a noise Every now and then, I kept hearing a footstep coming straight at me, and then uh, there was one point uh, when I think—well,
3: that's not weird. <laughs> that's not weird. Yeah, that all was of us just—we <laughs> all just got really wide eyes. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Looking,
1: look, she's even. Yeah. yeah, even the cat's getting yeah. intrigued. Yeah. yeah, we're uh, actually recording this in the house that we investigated tonight, and uh, we just had something loud, loud yeah, I'm sure you guys heard, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um
4: but uh they they said that they saw somebody uh standing off on uh, the trail that uh leads into the woods. And when they said when they heard that and I heard the commotion behind me, I heard footsteps come straight up to me and then all of a sudden I saw a light just flash off into the distance. Uh and then after that it, it just got very active. For like a few minutes, I would say, Uh, we when we first got into the woods, though, we did hear that voice Mm -hmm. off in the distance. You Uh, even said you saw like a shadow or something. Yeah, standing over
3: my shoulder when we were all yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Uh, yeah, Kevin was on the phone when we were getting ready to go back. He was on the phone, and uh, so his eyes were a little bit unfocused with the dark, and all he could see was like what the peripheral and what light he was getting from his phone. Uh, that's really the only visible uh, light he could see he said that he saw somebody he thought he saw he thought it was me yeah Shane. him yeah uh, he thought he saw Shane right beside him and it wasn't Shane there's was no one like Shane was about three feet from Kevin and immediately when Kevin saw it I saw a shoulder directly behind Shane move uh, out of like the way where it like it moved right behind Shane to hide and it was it was just the weirdest thing, uh, and it was it was about your height too. Like uh,
3: that's that's not concerning. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Rachel, can you kind of uh, describe? Because we smell, we smelled something. Uh, oh, shoot. my bad. <laughs> being, Sorry, yeah, you're good. Being in the woods, uh, there's always a chance of smelling roadkill. Yeah. But it started off very faint, and then it got stronger. So, uh, kind of tell us what you've smelled. At that, sec- at that moment.
2: We were uh, talking. I was talking to you, and I looked back at Shane, and I thought Kevin was standing beside him. I was like, oh, there's Kevin. And then I look toward the front of the trail, and then there's a lot. And then here comes Kevin. And I look back, and there's no one by Shane. And he said he felt something there, too. Mm-hmm. And when I was standing by Drake, I smelled something god-awful, like something dead, just rotten. And he smelled it too. And I mentioned it to them, and they all started smelling it. And...
0: It was definitely not me. No. It's like, I'm
2: guessing it was not been roadkill, but it was just really weird. It would just do it randomly, yeah. too. Yeah. Right.
1: It was me, I confess. <laughs> and the, the I cracked weird, one off in the woods, all right. And the weirdest thing, too, was
4: whenever it wasn't windy, we wouldn't smell it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever it would be a strong gush of wind for like a split second, we would smell it. For a couple of minutes and then be gone. That was the only thing that led me to think it might might have been roadkill, since there was a
0: road a little bit away from us. But even that, like even that, the stuff we saw, the stuff we heard, there was no cars except once. They're probably wondering what we're all doing out there with flashlights. (laughs) But the spirit box picking it up—that's really what pushed me over to the side. When you're clearly hearing Paul and Andy, uh, and it's actually carrying a conversation yeah like I was trying to provoke it a little bit uh trying to go off my what I've seen on t v you know trying to make it mad and get something out of it um that may have been why they chased us out of the woods the first time.'m not sure, yeah, but it was a, it was kind of it was very weird because the times they would talk back it was very clear mm-hmm. um so it was it's like I said, it's changed my mind and my thoughts on everything coming out here with you guys um now let's talk about the house when we came in here. A little, little bit. Shane was brave enough to uh, go into the cellar by himself. Uh, Shane, tell us what you kind of experienced for those few moments you were in there. Yeah, the most prominent thing was I wish I had
3: a sleeping bag because I'm pretty sure I could get some power naps crushed down there. <laughs> the temperature was nice. I mean, it just felt, it felt cozy until we heard that crash above us. And then when y'all left and I was down there by myself, it just it felt eerie the whole time, like the pressure had gotten higher down in the cellar. If yeah. that makes any sense.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. Kind of that little bit of a ringing in your ears. Yeah. Kind of. You get that just. E and just it, it, you felt tight.
0: Yeah. Like like there was just something pushing in on you. And see, that's when Shane and I were in this back room by ourselves. I moved the I moved the fan away. Cause you told me you've heard knocking in that, uh, dresser drawer or whatever it is. So I moved the fan away. And as soon as I did, Shane got touched. He said he felt like something, what'd you, something touched your neck? It literally felt like somebody had just like kind of come through and like swept
3: their finger or something across the hair on the back of my, like, like my hair fluttered. Like it was hard to put into words without just, it literally felt like somebody just,
0: you know, somebody will thump your hair or something. Yeah. That's how it felt with me. Somebody just kind of rubbed my ear. Um, uh, like I said, senses may have been hiding, but like I looked at Shane, I was like, did something touch you? And he's like, yeah, was yeah. like something just touched my ear. And, uh, when we got out of there, we didn't feel it again. Mm-hmm. So they might not have been happy that we moved something. And then, like you said, down in the cellar, when Kevin came up, Kevin hardly had the door open because you could hear the door open Yeah. and then bang, like Kevin, I know Kevin couldn't reach around this corner and throw something at that angle where we heard that noise Humanly impossible. Yeah. So because it happened right above my head where I was standing. And there was no it like re- residual
3: yeah. roll or anything to it. Like it just
0: fell flat on the
3: floor. It sounded like a coin drop in how it'll hit, bounce for a second, then just kinda like Yeah. Fizzle itself out or whatever. There wasn't much of a
0: rebound in it. It's yeah. just like it was dead weight hitting the ground. And uh Kevin, kinda of walk us through what you heard, felt, saw when you walked in to
1: this house and that happened. Well, no, I'd come up here to get the spirit box because we had people on the live feed asking to do a spirit box session down there. Uh, As soon as I walked in the door, spirit box is laying on the little coffee table there. I walk in, I hear the sound, and um, surprisingly it's not the first time that's happened. Uh, As soon as I heard it, I knew something had happened back here. I'm just glad you guys heard it. Cause I came back here to investigate, nothing, and I hear you guys down there like, no, no, Kevin just now walked back
3: here. Yeah, I mean, you—that was the thing. You could hear your footsteps coming down the hall into the room, so it kind of eliminated all doubts of was he actually up there and just dropped a coin on us, like just trying to freak us out. First time,
0: is Kevin trying (laughs) to give us the spooks? No, (laughs) because he was nowhere near that area. Alabama's
4: most poser. <laughs> and it, yeah, and it, it
0: seriously. It would, if he did throw something. It takes hell of an aim because it was right above Shane and my, mine and Shane's head. Yeah,
4: perfect aim too to get it right above your head. Yeah, because <laughs> like
0: we felt the vibration off the floor on top of our heads. So mm. Kevin didn't know where we were standing. No, <laughs> somebody else did. But uh, yeah, I man, it was a, it was a wild experience. Uh, Shane, how did you feel with this being your first ghost hunt?
3: So kind of came into it the exact same way. I was skeptical about it at first. I wouldn't say, like, I just flat out don't believe there's anything else here with us. That would be kind of asinine to say. But I had my doubts, kind of cleared all that out coming in, tried to do a little bit of research on it to figure out what to expect, you know. And then after we got here, I just kind of threw everything that I had, like, researched and all that, completely out and was like going in open-minded as I can be fully immersed into it and let's just see what happens and I think that was the best way to approach it because I would say now I'm definitely more on the side of all right yeah we're not here alone I mean like you said the woods was really what kind of for lack of a
0: better term pushed me into that direction (laughs) yeah that's uh like I'm more curious now to because, like I said, being a skeptic, you, you, you kind of question things and you think about it sometimes. But now it's like, okay, we saw something kind of good. What, what would happen if we saw something bad like mm-hmm. Kevin experienced in Sloss? But at the same time, I have zero intention of wanting to find that out. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I'm kind of curious, would that be
3: as cool as it sounds? Probably not. Well, now that's always going to linger in the back of my mind, too. Anytime I go in somewhere, like I'm going to want to know the history of the place. Like, all right, when was this building built? Yeah. Uh, how old is it? You know, What's happened here before? Yeah, it's nice and renovated now, but what's in
0: these walls? And see, just the stories like Kevin and them have told us about the woods—that's what they know. There's no telling what else mm-hmm. happened Exactly. Yeah, the, so the long periods of years, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Because,
3: and Walker County is historic. I mean, there's yeah, there's been a lot that's happened here throughout the years, especially back in the old mining days. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. telling how many spirits yeah. are around underground here that
0: are surfacing now or have been for a while and being an empire which was a mining hub Mm -hmm. uh that's like what we've talked about empire uh, empire and sipsy had their glory days and it was the mining days yeah and now we're kind of i mean even in the memory like nobody really thinks about empire and sipsy as being something positive even though like empire sipsy dora were huge mm -hmm. in the industry i mean even driving through sipsy now
3: you drive along the main road there, and all you see are the old mining houses, yeah, they don't count.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, go the old camp Kevin, yeah, Kevin wants to tell us <laughs> um just mentioning the mining, actually, under the um ground over here where our ha- where our house is, there are old mine shafts down there, <laughs> um where it drops off into the other valley down there, <laughs> there's an area where uh water will run out of, and there's a little creek that runs down through there, yeah. So I'm assuming it's being fed from the old mine shafts.
0: Yeah. Man, that's crazy. There
1: think. you go, yeah. There's a, and there's <laughs> no telling what
0: happened because back in the days, if somebody got killed in a mine shaft, typically they'd leave them there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's no, like, all, sprinkled all through where we all grew up. Yeah. There's no telling. Like, I'm sure there's woods behind uh, where I grew up. I know for a fact it was mining because if you go through the main gate to get there, it's reclaimed land. Mm-hmm. So.
4: That's, uh, that's how my property is. Uh, my dad has a, a knife workshop where he builds knives uh, back in the day. At the very end of that was a entrance to one of the mines in Dora, oh, sweet. which is a block from City Hall, too, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, the entrance have caved in, though, so definitely not going down there. Kind of like uh, Cups,
0: uh, Cup's Coal Yard yes. right up the road. Yep. I've always been curious about it, but at the same time, I don't want to die walking in somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, But, I mean, I watched a YouTube video of this lady that drives through parts of Walker County and shows you and shows you historical photos of what we grew up around used to be. There's places now that's heavily wooded and trees. It used to be mining communities. Mm -hmm. So there's no telling what those woods are like either. uh, So if you're curious about paranormal and you live in the country, just walk out in the woods, especially here in Walker (laughs) County. Uh, But, man, like this was so much fun. I really want to do it again. There's other... Haunted places in Walker County. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So if you check out Alabama's most haunted, uh, you may see us pop up again sometime because this was this was a great experience. And Kevin, man, uh, thanks for inviting us no, no uh, to problem. come come be part be a part of what you guys are doing. And uh, like, did we ask about the Facebook Live? Is it going to be in video format soon? Should. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, It'll it should be up there now. Um, just go to our page. Both videos should be there. We had
2: um
1: Kayla Cam. Kayla Cam and Kevin Cam going. <laughs> so uh yeah, they're both on there. If you watch the video I shot, I'm not exactly sure the time frame. At one point we were in the house, I turned the light off, just had darkness and Rachel's front window. And I asked if anything was there, if it could move in front of the window. And in the window itself this black mass just kind of formed and then moved off to the left side. And a lot of people said they saw it on there, too. Somebody said, what happened to me? Oh, uh, you walked through a mist. Yeah, yeah. okay,
3: yeah. <clears throat> was that like, in that house or else I outside? I was outside in the woods. woods. And the crazy part was, like, we were probably as far apart here as we were in the woods, you know, maybe two or three feet. And he had just turned around was coming back towards us, and everyone said they saw Drake go through a mist, and I was standing literally right beside him in head no idea this was going on so
0: that got the hairs
3: on the back of my neck standing up yeah
0: this was this was an amazing experience uh don't if if you don't want to go to a haunted house go in your woods or go <laughs> into in grandparents' old house it's a lot cheaper uh, and definitely scarier yeah <laughs> be safe doing it uh Luckily, Kevin knew these woods like the back of his hands. Jonathan did too. He just bailed off. I was like, I asked Rachel. I was like, Will he be okay? (laughs) Oh yeah, he's good. He'll come back. He'll come back. He's like a dog. He'll be back. (laughs) Uh, But man, Kevin, uh, any words for the listeners uh, to enjoy their Halloween? Because this this is coming out on Halloween Day.
1: I got you. Um, If you've ever been interested in the paranormal, definitely check it out. I mean, uh, there's all kind of places. You know, we go out to these mansions and old schools boarding house all that kind of stuff a lot of it all it takes is just shooting an email to somebody giving a phone call you know hey i got this paranormal group we're filming this little series would you mind if we came and filmed an episode there you know even if you just want to go somewhere and check it out i mean you know a phone call and an email can go a long way Uh, we've gotten to stay the night in mansions built in the 1800s with breakfast the next morning and with original furniture too original furniture from the day that it was like built and opened up that's so, insane yeah if uh if you've ever had that itch to just see what else is out there nothing's stopping you and i guarantee you'll have a blast
4: and always be safe too when you do it uh, because at times it can get dangerous uh there's been times when we went into some questionable dark hallways that had stuff growing on the side so just definitely make sure you're safe uh make sure you have a well uh a, a good equipment for it as well uh and like kevin was saying make sure you get permission first because <laughs> i don't want you guys to go to jail because we told you go ghost hunting go find uh, them ghosts it's yeah. all good Go uh, no um, ghost hunting they say will be always always get permission at these places though because uh if not it's going to be a fun little conversation you're going to have with the judge yeah uh and uh like if you don't know the who is the owner of the location you can always get uh like contact city hall i'm pretty sure uh they could help you with that as well awesome rachel
0: anything left to say Mm,
2: just stay safe always ask permission always have good
3: equipment (laughs) all right Shane well thank you for letting us come to your house yeah experience this Uh, I'll just extend the same thing Drake was saying like appreciate you guys having us we had a blast we'll definitely be back to do it again
0: yeah I love this collaboration it's fun to do things with that's like like I said I'm always trying to grow a community Mm -hmm. and talk to people different than you that do different things than you this is what exactly what we're trying to do here in Walker County so folks like I always say Talk to someone different than you. Love your neighbor because these are the types of relationships you'll build where everybody benefits. It's a fruitful thing for everybody. You get quality content from your home county. Mm -hmm. And uh, so just check uh, Alabama's Most Haunted's Facebook page out so you can watch the videos that we just finished uh, half an hour ago. (laughs) And and, uh, instead of passing the jar, pass the candy, pass it out to kids, (laughs) safely, COVID-free. Uh, Like I said, love your neighbor, and we'll see you Monday for Houston's episode.